0: Welcome to Authors Revealed, I'm Becky Anderson. We are so thrilled we have one of our own, a Chicago author, this is his debut, it's Chad Sells. It's a graphic novel for kids, it's called The Cardboard Kingdom. Great summer read for those nine to 12 year olds. So great to have you here. I can't thank tell you. So you this is the book. This is the book for summer reading. For, oh, wow! Well, for that. Thank you. Hey, thank so you. that's all we need to say. Kids really are enjoying this, and we're so happy that you're here. And and considering that you're one of our own Illinois authors, yeah. So it's fantastic to have her. And illustrators, or I should say, and this is what I always ask when someone's an illustrator or a comic artist. What do you? What? Do you, what is the term you like to call yourself when you're thinking about that?
1: Cartoonist is fine. Cartoonist? You okay. know, graphic yeah. novelist. Uh, I'm not precious about it, you yeah. know. Um, I think people like me are in kind of a funny position because what we do spans the range from daily newspaper comic strips to 500 page literary graphic novels, yeah, anything really? you can imagine yeah. from goofy slapstick punchline to mega serious yeah. literary yeah. genius, you know. Right. so cartoonist is perfect. Cartoonist. Fine.
0: Because yeah. it's so interesting. Some people are very particular about yeah. if they if they do comics, sometimes wanna be a comic artist. They want to be called or Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So but I think the book is absolutely incredible. And we'll talk about the collaboration you did and which we'll yeah. I think is absolutely so cool about this book. But I just want to tell you, congratulations. The book's been out Thank almost you. three weeks. Yes. Now yeah. and so it's on bookshelves everywhere. So how yeah. does that feel to have your debut book out there?
1: Um it it feels so wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. I just turned thirty five in May, and I've been like working to be a published yeah. graphic novelist for so long, um, and it means so much to have it out through a mainstream publisher, right? You know, Penguin Random House to to be on bookshelves everywhere, like you said, to be accessible, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be written up in the New York Times and all yeah. these different review outlets. Like it's uh, yeah, it's really gratifying. And like you said. Uh, this was a really unique collaboration, so I've gone through the whole experience, uh, yeah. you know, the three-year publishing process with my group of collaborators, and it's. Gotten us through the highs and the lows. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think it's it's especially noteworthy that it's it's a Knopf book. Mm-hmm. So Alfred Knopf is one of the is over it's over 100 years old now, which is one of the the grandest imprints at yeah. Random House. And yeah. it's so great that you're you know the, of the children's books that Knopf does. This is great that you're part of that. Oh, I yeah. agree. I, they, yeah.
1: I've I've learned more and more about what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ever since I've been working with them, yeah. and they seem. Very invested in emotional, meaningful, powerful, socially conscious yeah, books. Yeah, totally is right. Honored to be considered yeah. among them.
0: Well, you know, you talk about the review attention. You've gotten tons of review attention, and I think four-star reviews, which is.
1: Five star reviews. Five? Yeah.
0: Oh, five. Yeah. Oh, I missed one.
1: Don't ask me to list them all. That's okay. Because well, yeah. I can
0: list yeah. most of them, but the big one, the mother load of all reviews, is that Kirkus Star. Oh, thanks. yes. Yeah. So that one is fantastic. But you got, I think you got a school library journey, a book list, a PW, and now I'm missing one. Then Center for Children's Books. Oh, book Center Studies? for Children's Books. The that, Bulletin for yeah. Young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Right. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Five stars. Well, yeah.
1: it's you know, I came from the, to this from the comics world. And we don't really have starred reviews right. in the comics world, and yeah. so this has all been a new learning experience. And and some of my collaborators have more experience in publishing, so they're sure. like, "Oh, that's a big deal," and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, thanks for telling me." Like you know, and then everyone would be like looking at the Wikipedia entry for like the history of Kirkus Star reviews yeah. to see, "Oh, wow, they only give it to 10% of the reviews," you know.
0: Yeah, um, they're very picky.
1: But so, yeah, you know, it, yeah more than stars and more than like accolades it's just hearing like the emotional responses sure. whether from adult readers or from kids yeah. which is so cool yeah. um you know because we we all worked on this for 3 years and like fell in love with the characters and oh, fell in love sure. with the stories but we just had no idea if anyone else would care yeah so.
0: well a lot of people do and it's it's really struck a tone that people they want more So that will be one of my Uh, questions because we expect to see more. But, you know, it's it's that perfect read for the summer for that, you know, that sweet spot, which I think is the sweet spot in children's literature right now, that 9 to 12-year-old. There's just some incredible things being produced for that reader, graphic novel-wise, or even just great novels for that 9 to 12-year-old. So um, when you started this book, where were the seeds that started? And where did the idea to do this book come from?
1: I would guess that if you talk to a lot of creators, especially who are... A little bit farther along in their group in life. <laughs> like, I think that you would find that certain projects sort of emerge throughout different eras of their life, and it, it takes a while to finally understand, like, when it's ready to put out in the world. And so, this is one of those projects for me. Yeah. Right. Um, years ago, I had been working on a, a book called Car- The Cardboard Kingdom. Okay. Um, there's just something I love, there's something so magical about cardboard, there's yeah. something so. Yeah boundless and full of possibility about kids um, imagination and you know there's nothing better than seeing um, kids drawings on the sidewalk you know on the sidewalk in chalk or their cute drawings in the window or on the fridge and this book is just all about celebrating that Mm -hmm. but also exploring what kids are doing when they're expressing themselves and and experimenting with what they create and how that affects who they make believe as right I
0: know. so when you think about the cardboard kingdom how much of your childhood is a part of this because to me this book is that perfect book of kids of all different backgrounds you know their situations are all different but yet they get together in the summertime and yeah. they create something yeah and so what was your childhood like because this is this is a, taking place in like suburbia mm-hmm. right yep. so what was your childhood like in wisconsin growing up
1: Um, So I grew up in Marshfield, Wisconsin, it's a city of about Mm -hmm. 20,000 and you know I think as I grew older I came to kind of resent that it's kind of quiet and kind of far from a lot Mm -hmm. of the big cities but um, as a kid it was really it just felt safe and open and uh, we could just wander and my neighborhood friends and I would just go from backyard to backyard and, and see what's up and explore and play whatever games you yeah. wanted. Yeah. And there was something magical about being a kid and sort of how your map and your territory is, is bounded by backyards and fences and like that weird field that, you know, is behind that house, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. And like yeah. you don't go past this road, you know. There's... You just sort of really map out a whole kingdom in just a few blocks. And I I just loved that. So, you know, one of my few concerns about the book was that I don't know that um, kids these days necessarily have as much autonomy and the ability to explore on their own. Um, But in this book, it's, you know, we try to make it a somewhat idyllic Suburban yeah, but I, existence. But, but I think
0: really? I think so many kids need this kind of experience. Yeah. You
1: know? And I, I, I hope that
0: you know, I well, I hope it yeah. does encourage that more creative play and getting together with friends and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who in your neighborhood, but you're gonna get together and no one is excluded. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And Which you, I think is so great. And you know, some kids yeah. do struggle to socialize or sure, or yeah. maybe not everyone understands what their costume is supposed to be. Yeah. But you can work through those. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. And, and you know, I I just thought that just the characters, everything about the book, was just a bunch of kids, you no know, trying to figure out who they are, but yeah. b- being accepted and using these characters to sort of bring out who they are.
1: Absolutely. Which
0: was so great. Um, so, team of eleven people. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that? And I yeah. I kept thinking of you, and I'm I'm looking through the book, and I'm thinking it's sort of like a conductor, and you're conducting, but you're conducting while the piece is being composed at the same time. Yeah,
1: that's, that's a really beautiful way to put yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just
0: thinking of an orchestra, but they, they don't know exactly what they're going to play yet until the tell you, because you're the one with the, the artistic, art, you know, the visuals that yeah. are putting this together. Yeah. So how did you do this? And I know there's different, sh- like, short stories right. throughout the book with the different characters, but at the end, it all comes together. Yeah. So how did you do this with, a, with 10 other people?
1: So, you know, it's... My relationship with each of those 10 folks Mm -hmm. is different and a unique snowflake Um, but I found them all by sort of laying out my vision for the book on my website and um, I made a little Google form where you could send in your idea for your character and what what their story would entail and um, I made it clear that the whole book would be full of overlapping stories that the kids would show up in each other's chapters and um, we, we did that in early 2015, the whole application process, mm-hmm. for about two months, and I would have follow-up calls and see, you know, wh- what about this, and what if we had this character and this character interact, or what if, you know, blah, 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 yeah. and um, we all decided to work together, and um, we've had sort of a, a private Facebook group where we can all interact, mm-hmm. share the latest drafts of scripts or um, the stories, and... Every, character, sort of every author got to know each other's characters, and so if they showed up in the other story, they would have some idea of how to write them, right. and then we would run it by the other creator to make sure, like, does this seem kosher for what, <laughs> what we're having her do? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know if I we lucked out or if it was just the kind of person who would want to write these stories, Sure. sure. but it's all just been positive and supportive and serendipitous in yeah, a lot of sure, ways, just sure. sort of like, fascinating connections being made between these stories yeah. and, and like you said it all culminates in a giant finale.
0: But all so. 11 of you put yourself and I'm sure thinking of yourself as a child into the book mm-hmm. but also the characters that you and the costumes you are. It's sort of that alter ego whether you're a villain or you're a superhero or whatever you are yeah. in this but putting yourself in it that maybe it's something about you that you don't see but this this character. Right. It's going to show something about Who I am and who I want to be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was surprised at at, at how autobiographical many of these stories ended up being. It wasn't, you know, necessarily what I asked of them. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you just, you think of your own childhood, what you dealt with then. And uh, they just poured it into these. And some of the stories are just so emotional and powerful, I think, because they're, so much based in their own well, yeah, and triumphs, those, and those
0: well, and those memories are so so strong yeah. from our childhood, and, and those things that we go through. So I just I want to know if anybody was every everybody was sort of channeling their nine to twelve year old sort of yeah. person, you know mm-hmm. that. And um, so it's, it's, I think it's just so great that you're taking so many different elements, whether it's a piece of cardboard and how it can it can create something that you wear that changes how you interact with kids in this neighborhood in this community and it, I just loved it Thank you. and I loved the way that some kids were they were so accepted by each other so if a boy wants to be a sorceress he sure can be a sorceress yeah. and a girl can be she can be a villain and somebody who has a lot of anger and that sort of thing yeah. because but it's it was so great to see so many kids of so much diversity that you know it, it was it's fantastic and I think Thank kids with the comments I've gotten from kids is that they absolutely love that and they feel like mm. this is more like my school
1: oh I yeah. see
0: myself in one of these characters right. all these great comments that I just thought were brilliant and to do it in a visual way and I kept thinking how did you create the characters because if your other ten collaborators how did you did you pass by what you had drawn visually oh and definitely. how do they feel about how their characters ended up looking.
1: Um, you know, if they had any kind of like visual references yeah. that they wanted okay. me to to, sure. to incorporate, um, I was happy to do that. And you know, coming up with these goofy cardboard costumes, um, you know, part of it was what could a kid actually make for their costume? Mm-hmm. What would actually be functional? What will serve the purpose of the story? Yeah. And what can I even draw over and over and over again? Right, you know, there right. were some cases where I started out with a much more complicated, impressive costume. But then as I drew them over and over again through the rough drafts, yeah. certain items would just be dropped off. Or I would keep forgetting certain items. And that was a good indication that maybe they weren't very important. <laughs> I, they yeah. kind of distilled down yeah, to their
0: essence. right, right. Yeah. And I know Katie Schenkel, Sh- Sh- right, mm-hmm, yeah. is coming tonight yeah. for the for your event tonight, and she's one of your collaborators. Yeah. And um, she created the big banshee character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she's But great. the character's name is Sophie, but uh, this is her alter yes. ego. is the is the big banshee. I thought was a great character. Thank you. Um, yeah. But yeah, big and loud and big boisterous. and loud. Yes. yes, and she's always told by her parents not to be loud that yeah. she shouldn't because she's a girl. She shouldn't be loud like mm-hmm. that. So this is this is her way to to be that way, which is so fantastic. You know, also too, I'm just I'm just thinking about all the diversity in this and I don't know if that was intentional or it was just a way to put kids of all kinds in it. I mean, was that an, something that you did on purpose or you just wanted to make sure that all kids could see themselves in this book? We
1: we wanted to tell a lot of different yeah, stories. Sure. We knew that we couldn't tell every story yeah. and sort of you sure. know uh, do an all encompassing oh, yeah. thing like that. Oh, yeah. no, but I we really tried to be mindful of of representation yeah and um, we were really interested in sort of especially playing with ideas of gender expression yeah and can a girl be loud can a girl be strong can a girl be a a mad scientist with a goofy mustache you know Um, can a boy dress up like an evil sorceress in a glamorous headpiece and robe you know so it, it, would, it was definitely a, a cast, or the, the roster of creators yeah. definitely had a lot of queer yeah. voices in it. Yeah. Um, and they were from all over the country, and, um, yeah. you know, I, it was just really wonderful to be able to bring in their varied life right. experiences yeah. To, yeah. to inform them.
0: And it was just kids of, you know, we're all so different you know, and it's, but it was, it was showing that, you know, their, their races, their gender, their, you know, how they see themselves, their identity, but it's also, it was their families, how different Mm. our families are, but also, um, also their interests, you know. not uh, everyone
1: needs to be a superhero. That's right. There there are some kids who just create a cute uh, restaurant, or create their own cardboard city, because they don't necessarily want to be the main character, they just want to sort of create, and... Watch from yeah. the sidelines. And
0: kids aren't interested in being sort of that, that fantastical character. They want to be something that's more scientific, or yeah. something that's more concrete mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So I thought that was so great about it too. Thank because you. and but I just love the way they all got along and I love the way that they would go from each other's backyards and everything. Yeah. Because it's oh we are missing too much of that today, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we didn't want to sugarcoat things. Yeah. We want we wanted we wanted there to be tension and, and conflict and turmoil. But then ultimately have things be generally resolved, yeah, and and right. let, we wanted to leave the the reader feeling good yeah. about how things turned yeah. out. Yeah, and
0: so many so many of the, not a ton of the pages, but there were pages that were no there were no bubbles. There were no yeah. bubbles, mm-hmm. which was great. Just to have your your visuals and, and the art in there, I love Thanks. that too.
1: Yeah, yeah it, there are several stories that are largely wordless, and yeah. we honestly felt a little self-conscious about that because yeah. for those of us who make a lot of comics and read tons of comics. It's not that weird to switch between wordless and, yeah, and uh, right. comics and ones sure. with word bubbles. But we were a little mm-hmm. bit worried that, um, that people wouldn't know what to make sense of it. Yeah. I, I shared an a early draft of it with, with someone. And he said, oh, I think you left out the word balloons for the first chapter. And I was like, no, it's, it's wordless. <laughs> that's how it is. But like, what, what would have needed to be said? Like, hopefully, I did a good job of oh, yeah, you visually did it great telling job. the story. No, it was great you know?
0: that it opened with, with no with no words. I love that, I love that. So, you know, when I think about comics and how our perception has changed Mm -hmm. with so many graphic novels um, available to read and look at, and, um, you know, we had, um, Francois Mouly was here because she's done the tomb books, and Mm -hmm. she came here twice and talked about the history of comics and why they're so important, and um, talking about even emerging readers and how comics are so are better mm. than a lot of the things we think kids will learn to read from. Mm. But I'm just wondering, how are comics important to you? And when did your love of comics and comic art, um, when did that start for you?
1: Um, it really, like, exploded probably when I was, like, in third grade. Okay. And I started yeah. reading uh, superhero comics, like the classic X-Men, Spider-Man, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I. I think it's you know, I I had no trouble reading prose books. I really love reading, but but man, there's something about just like the colorful costumes and larger than life mythic right. kind of figures in superhero comics. I, I'm so drawn to science fiction and fantasy and and kind of anything that embellishes upon our everyday life you know that adds kind of a fantastical dimension to it so even though cardboard kingdom um, is entirely set in the real world it's the kids imaginations that bring so many other dimensions to life
0: and you know in cardboard i love cardboard because i remember i mean all of us remember as kids making things out of boxes and doing yeah all sorts of things but um and I, you are doing a costume contest, mm-hmm. an online one. So tell us a little bit about that, because yeah. kids can can maybe make their own or, or just create exactly. one from one of the characters in the book.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one of the additionally amazing, serendipitous things to have emerged from the project is that the very day that we revealed the cover image for the book, um, someone who had been following me on social media, who designs paper crafts and costumes, contacted me. And he asked, oh, have you ever thought about making Designs for the costumes in your book, and we and I said, well, we've been super excited about the idea of kids actually dressing up yeah, in cardboard right, costumes, yeah. but we don't know how to do that. And so he worked with me for months. Um, his name is Costas Natano. He's in England, and um, he developed twelve different designs that mm-hmm. kids can download for free on, on his website, um, cool. print at home, yeah. and and assemble. Yeah. And they range from super easy ones to very complicated, complicated cool ones. ones. Wow. and um, So they sort of create the, the basis or a good starting yeah. point to make the costumes you see in Cardboard Kingdom. Um, but we mm-hmm. encourage kids to to make their own from scratch or to use those as a, as a good base. Yeah. Um, wow. And yeah, every month of the summer uh, we'll be picking winners uh, for our online costume oh, that's contest. So cool. yeah. And um, the prize will be me drawing them in their costume as a cardboard kingdom character. Yeah.
0: oh, yeah. that's so great. Um, you know, I, the book was so colorful, mm. and you know, I looked at some of your other art, and you just use just a great source of color. Well, thanks. It, it was so bright, and and I think the color means so much in this book, mm-hmm. and because I know the kids are going through some difficult things, you know, with parents and things like that, different situations, but the color really made it stand out that this is this is something that's really cool, that's really happening, mm. and these kids are getting together. But it was also, I think, the diversity of the kids and, and how they come from such different backgrounds and who they are and what they're going through. Um, there was a lot of things that they were maneuvering through, things that a lot of adults have a real hard time with, but they seem to be doing it in yeah. a better way. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I, I think that as long as you're able to sort of talk through your feelings... Mm-hmm and you, you're with friends or family that where it's, you feel okay being vulnerable yeah right you can get through a lot and and sometimes it will be awkward or yeah. um you won't know exactly the the right thing to do mm-hmm. but hopefully you can just understand each other right. you know yeah. and come to some sort yeah. of peace or starting point
0: yeah. yeah so this collaboration that you have with mm-hmm. your 10 they're i'm sure all good friends though um yeah. but are you guys going to do more
1: we hope so. Yeah. It took us three years to make this oh, book, so it's it nice. might it might take a while to do yeah. a book: tour. Okay,. So, okay. Yeah. Um, we just hope that readers who like this book will be patient with us. Yes. No, it. No, takes no, a while. No, no. Yeah, yeah, but
0: these characters, we, we I'm sure kids they definitely want to see more of them. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But any more any more plans for other children's books for you?:
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. But nothing <gasps> oh. I can talk about. Yeah.
0: Well, one thing I do want to say, the little book you put online on your website, The Cloud. Oh. huh. You should put that into a picture
1: book. I do have a little mini comic okay. that I yeah, that, that no, I No, but it would make
0: out. a fantastic picture book for kids. Thank you. What would you say is your earliest recollection of drawing something or even writing something mm-hmm. that was you decided, I'm going to be an artist or I'm going to be an author, Mm. that really maybe your mom and dad still saved it, you still have it. Is there anything that you recall from your childhood?
1: I drew so many goofy superheroes and stuff. Um, I, you know, filled sketchbooks and sketchbooks that I still lug around with me whenever I move and I start to wonder, like, how how long can I possibly keep these decades worth of drawings with me? Um, I had some very goofy characters uh in middle in middle school yeah that like still persists to this day right. uh yeah um i have a hard time thinking of any one single thing yeah um my my parents sent me to art camp throughout much of my childhood in oh, interlock yeah, michigan sure. and oh that's a great yeah, interlock it's great and that really crystallized um my ambition and my seriousness mm-hmm. about making arts. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, wow. Um, you know, when I was thinking and looking at some of the bubbles, you know, and you think of the classic, you know, ow, and pow, yeah. and all those things. And I kept thinking that this bubble kept appearing to me. It's like, yeah, who? You know, I kept saying. <laughs> you know, I, when I was reading the book, because I just, there's just something about comic bubbles mm. that so go along with what you're seeing visually. It's so different than when you're thinking of other art the words go along so much with what you're seeing on the mm-hmm. page and but I just thought that was so great so I was wondering you know what do you hope that kids will take away from reading this book
1: hopefully that it's okay to feel different mm-hmm. and that it can take a while to figure out what makes you different mm-hmm. and that make-believe and costumes and characters sometimes reveal aspects of you that you don't recognize in yourself just yet you know Um, I I really hope that there's a there's a sense of empathy and and compassion and understanding Um, and like you said that it because it follows so many different characters I hope that it will give kids an insight into the many different kinds of struggles that someone can deal with and and be a little bit more understanding if if someone seems weird or different that you know that they have their own life and mm-hmm. their own family and their own struggles yeah. and that that's okay.
0: Yeah, it is okay. You know, I was wondering about the transition from you know the art that you do for you know the drag race and RuPaul stuff and and was it hard to transition from doing art like that to doing children's graphic illustration? Was it or was it something you've always, you know, loved to do or was it was it a different way to think about how how you do your your It's care?
1: certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's so fun to work on a kid's book. Um, right before I worked on Cardboard Kingdom, I was working on a very intense autobiographical book that yeah. is you know, sort of on hold for a while. Oh, okay. And it was just sort of like gut-wrenchingly <laughs> difficult to work yeah. on. And I worked on it for like a year or two for a while, you know. And I decided, you know, that's come to a, an, an end, a stopping point for now. Mm-hmm. It's time to work on something fun it's time to like live in a world that's colorful and exciting and Mm -hmm. and there are knights and robots and monsters and superheroes Um, and I and it was truly just so wonderful to play with that more kind of elastic
0: Mm -hmm. goofy
1: sensibility um, and with collaborators where you can sort of just bounce ideas off of each other and make something out of nothing in a way that sometimes when you work by yourself you can sort of get stuck in doubt and is this good enough is this serious enough will anyone care
0: yeah well you sure have created something that we care about it's absolutely brilliant And um, I, I know kids are loving it, and it's going to be on our shelves for a very long time. Thank you so much. Great conversation with comic artist Chad Sell and his new book. It's a debut. It's called The Cardboard Kingdom, a great summer read for those 9 to 12-year-olds. Got to read this one. Thanks for joining me on Authors Reveals.